mind. I want you to listen and allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life today. I want you to put your hands together and welcome to this pulpit, Sister Lisa Ellie. Oh, where's all my kids? Listen to me real closely, children. We're not going that way today. We're going this way right here, and we're going to go up those stairs, okay? So where's all my kids, pre-K through fifth grade? You're dismissed at Kids Church. Come on, give Sister Lisa a big hand clap today. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. Wow, I'll tell you, I have been so blessed being here. And this has been the best women's conference I think I've ever spoke at. It was just phenomenal. And uh, I just thank God for what he's doing in this church. It's just amazing to see uh, just the, the freedom and the presence of the Lord here. Um, I love that. It makes for easy preaching when the Spirit of the Lord is here. And I just want to say thank you so much for uh, Pastor Samuel and, and Amy. They have been such a blessing to me. Um, and I'll tell you, you're a blessed church to have them as shepherds and leading you because they are just full of his grace and mercy. And uh, I'm just having a really good time here in um, Tyler, Texas. Amen? Praise the Lord. God is so good. Uh, had some of the... Um, had some of the women, you know, say that the Lord had really touched them. And that touches me because that's my heart. It's to touch, to see God touch the people through the word and through prayer and through the gifts, the demonstration of his word. I believe in that. Amen. Why well, just preach the word if you're not going to demonstrate the word? We don't want to be hearers only, but we want to be doers of the word. And I believe that you are doers of the word in this church. Amen. Hallelujah. Just want to pray. Father, we are gathered here in your presence. We ask for an open heaven over these people this morning. Father, we ask for a portal of your glory. Father, we just disconnect ourselves from our emotions and our flesh, and we connect ourselves to the Holy Spirit. For we live in the days that will only take the revelation of the Holy Spirit for one to triumph. Father, we praise you. And we pray Psalms 24. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Ooh, Holy Spirit. Everybody just say, Holy Spirit, take me over. Take me over in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. I want to take you to uh, a new place. Some of you may have experienced this place. Some of you may live in this place. Some of you, I believe, are getting ready to move. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Hey, neighbor, I think you're about to move. Amen? <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Turn with me to Second Chronicles chapter 3. I'm going to start with verse 17. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just love each and every one of you. I feel so much love in this church, and I love that, you know, because that's the presence of the Lord. Just that love and that joy and praise the Lord. 
very thankful. Second Corinthians chapter three and um, verse seventeen says, "Now the Lord is the Spirit. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty." Amen. Can you say liberty? liberty? But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Feel the Holy Ghost. Are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. And I just feel like that God is speaking that this morning he is going to release a supernatural breakthrough for each of you that will receive and believe what he is speaking through me this morning and through his word. I want to take you to the glory realm. And my spiritual father, he pastored A.A. Allen's church for three and a half years in Miracle Valley, and he hung with Branham and all the the great generals of faith. And um, Papa passed two years ago, but he poured into me for 23 years. I I preached my first revival going out at his church, not knowing who he was. And uh, the Holy Spirit moved, and we had what he called a move of God, and I, I didn't understand that at the time, but feel the Holy Ghost. But as he began to teach me about the glory rim and the presence of God, I asked so many questions. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. We, We never get to a point where we're not learning, especially from the Holy Spirit and from the Word of God. But he began to talk to me about the the glory rim, and he told me, he said, and I'd heard my mother say, you can, you can live in the secret place and the devil can't touch you there. And she would go through the house, pull down strongholds. And I didn't know what that meant, but she was pulling them down and saying, I'm pulling down the strongholds. And she was always quoting Psalms 91 and releasing angels and praying for people. And she'd go to her room and we knew when the door was shut not to go to the door, but... After about sometimes a day or two, she would come out with her bouffant hanging on one side because she had prayed, amen, because she had told somebody, I'll pray for you. And when you pray for somebody, you pray them through until you know that that burden has lifted, amen. That's the heart of an intercessor. So we've not known anything but this stuff, amen, but praying and loving people. And, uh, and the Lord has been good to me. Uh, that I was raised with a God-fearing, holy woman that taught us to live a holy life. Amen? Oh, yeah, we have messed up, made mistakes, and had to press in and repent and still do it every day. But I'm telling you, He is a God full of grace and mercy. Hallelujah. But in this secret place, I remember Pastor Updegrove told me, he said, I was called up in the glory realm for 28 days. And for 28 days, I could not make communication even with Miss Pat, which was his wife, his bride of 70-something years. And he said, I was so caught up in the realm of his glory 
God began to pour revelation into me and began to show me things in the spiritual realm that I had never seen. And when he began to tell me about that, he said, Lisa, you can go into the realm of the glory, the glory realm. And I began to see God about his glory because his glory is his presence. And in his presence is his very essence. And that's where we see and that's where we hear and that's where we get the divine revelation of the word of God. And, and, and that's where we're called up into heavenly places. And, and, and I want more of that because if you've experienced it once, you keep wanting to go back. You know, it's like that restaurant that Pastor and Amy took me to yesterday. What was it called? F. D's. It was so good. That's my favorite restaurant. I'm anointed to receive when I come back. I hope I get to. You can take me to FD's. I was so full. I thought they were going to have to roll me out of there. Had to repent. It was so good. But you know, when you taste something really good, you always want to go back for more. You want to go back for more. And, and I've tasted the glory realm. I've encountered the glory realm. And when you're caught up in his presence, you just keep wanting to go back. And, and it's like you, you can partake of other things, that, but it's not the same because it was so good. And, and, you know, the other restaurants like Whataburger, I like that too. But, 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 you know, it's just not the same as that really good, fine tasting place with the Lord. He says, taste and see that I am good. Amen. Hallelujah. So Pastor Upter Grove began to provoke me to study. I love to hang with people bigger than me because they cause me to grow. I don't want to hang around people where I'm always, you know, counseling and I'm always pouring in. I want to draw from the deep wells of those that have experienced more than I have. Amen. When you hang around pastor and you hang around Amy, you hang around the leadership, those people that have been in the realm of his glory, the people that have sought out the presence of God, those that are carriers of his presence, you just want more. Whoo, hallelujah. I want to go to Psalms 91. And this is a very familiar passage of scripture, but... You know, Psalms 91 is a chapter of trusting God. It is a place of trust. And we're very familiar with it. But I love this passage of Scripture. And whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High, dwelling. My mama said, you can take up housekeeping there. Amen will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And see, I've experienced that. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He is my fortress. Woo! In God, in whom I trust. When you get a bad report from the doctor, trust God. When you're experiencing difficulty, trust God. If He's done it once for you, He'll do it again. See, I just believe God for anything because I've seen him do so much. 
I've seen the blinded eyes open the deaf ears. He's healed me of cancer and heart disease. And he's healed me from a broken heart and gave me a new heart. So I just believe him no matter what it is that comes our way. I I just say, God, I, I know that I know in my heart. If you brought me through that, you'll bring me through this. And when you bring me through, I'm going to be stronger. I'm going to be wiser. And there's going to be a drop of fresh oil. And the devil will wish he had never messed with me. Amen. Hallelujah. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snail and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. And this is where I want to share something with you that I experienced. I I was going through a really hard time and so was my children. And I was having to pray protection. Because the enemy was really threatening to take us out. And I remember I was at one of our warehouses on Pickle Lane. God has such a sense of humor. We took up money in a pickle jar in the barn, and God gave us a building on Pickle Lane. It's in my book. And so we're, we're at Pickle Lane, and, and I go to the back, and I tell one of our, our workers, I said, I said, Gail, let's go pray. I feel we need to pray. We need to pray protection. And I began to, to pray. Psalms 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And, and when I got to this place... There was an angel that I saw with my physical eyes. Sometimes you can sense in the spiritual realm. Sometimes you will see in the spiritual realm. And I saw this angel with the largest wings. And it touched. And in the wings was me and my children. And immediately all fear left me. And I said, I am protected. My children is protected. That's all I need to know. That's the power of the word of God. That's the power of the promises of God. You can find shelter in his presence. You can find shelter in the realm of his glory. And that's all I needed to know because I knew that we were protected and we were. See, the beauty of the secret place is, Amy, the devil's not invited. It's a secret. Look at your neighbor and say, it's a secret. Oh, women, you know you love to hear those secrets. And even tell those secrets. And some of you guys do too. Well, the devil's not invited because it's a secret. He just wished he knew, but he don't. Psalm 16 and 11 says, the Bible says, in your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand, there is pleasure forevermore. I've been in services where we couldn't stop laughing. And I couldn't watch the video because, honestly, we were just drunk. You know, I I don't know if you've ever drunk in the world and been drunk and crazy. I I I don't understand the concept of those that drink. To lose their self and act crazy. And it cost them. It cost. They pay money to act like that. Well, we were acting drunk. Because the Holy Spirit was so heavy upon us. 
And in his presence is fullness of joy. And I don't know about you, but the joy of the Lord has strengthened me through many battles. So when I find, amen, his presence and I get in that secret place in the realm of his glory, then what happens is the joy starts coming in me and I get full of joy. And then that fear goes because I'm in his presence. See, the enemy is a joy stealer, and he robs. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. It's not multiple choice. It's all three. And so he kills, steals, and destroys. And he will steal your joy. And then what happens? You begin to weaken in your spiritual walk because the joy is not there. So how do we get the joy of the Lord to where there's times when I have to go in my bathroom and look in the mirror and just go... Because I get so excited about things God's doing. And if people saw me, they'd think I was, you know, not right. Not right. But that joy is what strengthens you. When you begin to think and joy about the things of the, the Lord and the things that he's done and the things that you saw. And people's like, why don't you give up? You've been through this. You've been through that. I said, I can't. I'm driven by love. See, sheep are led and cattle are driven. So moo, I don't know. I just know that love drives me. It drives me. Because sometimes I'll lay down and I'll get to missing going out to Africa or Mexico or somewhere. And I'll begin to hear the cries of the people. I'll begin to hear the cries of those that are sick and afflicted. And those that are going to hell. I can hear the cries of the nations. And I begin to weep. And I begin to say, send me, Lord. Send me. Use me. I become a slave to the master. You've got to give up the flesh and yourself. And say, send me. And he will. And he will. And the joy of it is when you lay down at night and you remember the little boy that was three years old that ran up to you and and, and he hugged you and said, I love you. But the night before, he had never spoke a word. (laughs) That's the joy of it. It is when you command a a blinded eyes to see and and someone's never seen and they begin to feel your face (laughs) and begin to smile. That is the joy of serving God. Amen. Each of you are carriers of his presence. That great healer is in you. That joy is in you. Those gifts, they're there for you. That's why he calls it a gift. Hallelujah. Lord, take us to the realm, the glory realm. Say, I'm moving out. And I'm moving up to the glory realm. To be with him in his presence. I'm about to get some revelation. A download from heaven. (laughs) In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Woo. (laughs) Moses... Aaron and the Israelites saw the manifestation of God's glory in the form of cloud. You know why some of us do not see the glory? Because we're not looking for it. You know why some of us never experience financial breakthrough? Because we're not looking for it. 
Do you know why some of us does not experience blessings? Because we're just not, we don't expect it. But expectancy is the breeding grounds for miracles. Do you know miracles comes in cans? Africans, Mexicans, Americans. You're a miracle. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. The Hebrew word for glory is kabod, which means weight or honor. The glory of God is the visible, tangible weight of his presence. Hebrew scholars refer to this as the Shekinah glory. I get cold chills even saying it. And that is the manifested presence of God. I want to challenge you this morning to move up into the realm of his glory. It's a place you want to be. It's a place that you'll write songs. And they'll touch the lives of others. I believe some of the most anointed songs that's ever been written, that those writers are in the glory realm. And the Holy Spirit just inspired. Amen. There's three important things to understand about the glory. The manifest is visible. The manifest glory is tangible. And the manifest glory is weighty. I remember I was booked uh, for a pastor's conference in Takarati, Ghana, West Africa. And there was several bishops and pastors there, and we had it at the old. They had it at the old YMCA there with the doors open on both sides. That was our air condition. Was the doors open? It had wood floors that squeaked when you walked. And I was ministering on the three days. It was three days of glory. So I was going to minister on the glory of God. And the Holy Spirit said, speak on unity the first, the first night. And um, I got up and, and I began to, I was going to speak. And, and I couldn't even open my mouth. And And the glory of God just hit. And one of the pastors said, the weight of glory. And I went thump. I didn't have a catcher. On that wooden floor I lay. I saw the arm of my worship leader. I knew she was down. Looked over at Abraham, my interpreter. He was down. And I began to see and hear those pastors fall. Thump, 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 thump. The glory of God came in. We could not stand, nor did we want to. Because we were in the very presence of God. He began to transform us. He began to move upon us. There were weeping. Love saturated us. It was incredible. People were healed. There were those, some of the men were healed just under the weighty presence of his glory. And when I say it's weighty, it's heavy. And when you experience it, most of the time you can't stand, nor do you want to. But after a while, as we got up, people began to hold each other. Unity in Takarati, all the pastors. I mean, 
It was amazing. The men and the pastors were holding each other and weeping. They were all coming together in group hugs. And, and it was just a Holy Spirit take over. And, and, and praise God, I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to do anything. And it was beautiful. And that's what I'm talking about. And when you get into that secret place, whether it's in your closet or whether it's down on your knees or, or, or whether you walk and pray or however you pray, let that be the secret place that you enter into. And sometimes I say, Lord, I go up on the threshing floor and I say, Lord, I'm not getting up till you speak to me. I'm not getting up until I feel your presence. I need that peace to carry me through the day. I I need your presence to be able to not be in the flesh but in the spirit because sometimes you probably wouldn't like me outside the anointing. I I talk away too much. Don't I, Pastor? Don't I, Amy? I get so excited around people of God. I was just going over their words and I said, Lord, forgive me. I can't help it. I get so excited. But in the secret place, you don't have to do the talking. You just listen. And God's given me songs and poems and pages and revelation and, and, and experiences and give me addresses and of buildings and things I needed to go to and phone numbers that I, that I called. And I mean, I, he'll do that for you. If you'll make an appointment with him, that's one appointment that he will show up and he will not miss. Amen. So we want to go to the glory room. I remember um, <laughs> Pastor Uppergrove came up. He was about 88 at the time. And he, came, he flew up and did a revival at our church. And this was a few years ago, maybe three or four. And he was doing a, a revival. And every day he would say, okay, I want you to pick me up. And we're going to do this today and this today. And then, you know, and so I just did whatever he said. All I wanted to do was, you know, sometimes more things are caught than taught. So when you're around great men, shut up. Because you can learn something. When I sit around the table of the Archbishop and Bishop T.D. Jakes and Paula White, I, there's nothing I could say to impress them. Nor do I want to. So I listen. Because I know that there's a price that they've paid to get the wisdom and the anointing they carry. So I Listen. And I say, Lord, help me to remember all this stuff because I don't want to put it in my phone in front of them. But it's so good. But I remember I went to pick Papa up and I said, I got to get gas. So we pulled up and he said, well, I need to relieve myself. Had a potty. So he was starting to get a little, you know, in his older years. And, And so I said, well, let me help you in, Papa. Let me help you up to the, you know, up to the door. And so I shut my door real quick, and as I was walking in, he was a big, tall man, and he'd always lean on my shoulder. And so I'd walk like this, and he'd lean on my shoulder, and I was taking him in there, and I come out, and I was, you know, pumping gas, and I realized that I left the keys in the car. I said, oh, my goodness. I didn't want him to have to wait, you know. And so he came out, and I said, Papa, I locked my keys in my car. They're right there between the seat." And he reached that big hand that had laid hands on so many people. And I saw miracles, signs, and wonders out of that hand. He reached it across the car and he said, Everything you need is in your hand. And I looked down and the keys came from between the seats into my hand. 
That's the supernatural. But we don't believe in the supernatural. The keys were in my hand. And being the pastor and the apostle and the minister that I was, I wanted to not act surprised, but I was. And I opened the door, and we got in, and we drove away. And I was in awe of the presence of God, the glory of God, and the supernatural act of God. Now, we have to believe God for those supernatural things. He's a God that split open and parted the sea. Did he change in the New Testament? No. He's still the God of miracles, signs, and wonders. Amen? So within the glory realm, supernatural manifestations occur instantly and spontaneously. I've seen it. We've done distribution for toys, and we would see that the trucks would begin to get low. And I would say, God, multiply as you did the fish and loaves. And I'd grab somebody's hand there, and we would pray and touch and agree. And every time that a kid walked up, there'd be a toy. Oh, I want a plane. Boom, a plane. I want a Barbie. There's a Barbie. We've seen God do it. In other countries, when our oil was drying up and it was getting very low because we were anointing people and praying for them in the crusades, the oil kept coming. It kept coming. Why? Because it's the supernatural. He'll give you whatever you need. Whatever you believe him for, he will give you if you will believe. His word. Amen. Get in his presence. He'll give you the answers that you're needing. If you're between a place of, of trying to make a decision, if you're at a crossroad and, and you say, I just need to know, I don't know, because the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Many of a squirrel is flat today because they couldn't make up a decision on what side of the road to run to. But when you get in the presence of the Lord, he'll tell you, I depend on him. People say, you're such an independent woman. I said, no, I'm not. My dependency is upon the Holy Spirit to lead me every day in all his ways. All his ways. I acknowledge him. He he has to direct my paths. I have to have him. You have to have him. We need him. Amen. Hallelujah. So what is the glory realm? It is an atmosphere of the revelation of God. It produces miracles, signs, and wonders. You know why I love to see miracles? Because it builds the whole church's faith. I was in Ohio preaching a revival. And God was moving and there was a woman come up and she had arthritis so bad her hands was like this. And she said, I need prayer. I said, lift your hands as far as you can. And I said, in the name of Jesus... And God just did it, and her hands straightened out. The whole church, those men started running, and they were, they were like in a circle. All of them like started spinning in a circle. I guess that's how they dance or praise God, but it was cool, like little tornadoes all over the place. But God moved. But everybody's faith went, Whoop. why? Because if God can straighten out a crooked hand and author move out, you know, you say, well, I've got arthritis. Why do you let him live there? Do you like him? Do you enjoy the pain? No. Author's got to go. Amen. You have the power and the authority 
to command your body to line up with the word of God. When I was diagnosed with cancer, I went to my church building and I took one person with me and I said, we're going to pray. And if I have to wrestle with an angel, I will wrestle. If I have to fast for 40 days, nothing but water, I will fast, but I'm not moving until God delivers me from this because it is not his will because the vision has not yet come to pass of what he has called me to do. And God has given you dreams and visions and encounters. He spoke to you the things that you've yet not seen. So you cannot die. You cannot die. You cannot go. Amen. And God's will is for you to be healthy. If you say, well, I just don't believe that. Then you're saying what Jesus did at Calvary. The beating that he took was not enough. So it doesn't matter what I'm diagnosed with. I block it in the spiritual realm. And I say, that's man's opinion. But I believe the report of the Lord. And I have not yet seen what's to come to pass that God has shown me. I've walked in many dreams and visions. I've seen the things, some things, but I've not seen the the things that God showed me all. And I will. Amen. Because he said he will finish the good thing that he starts in you. Amen? Hallelujah. Woo! It's a place of accelerated manifestation and boundless possibilities. Got to enlarge your, your vision and, and your faith. Some of you just need a faith lift. Some of y'all run to get your Botox. Some of you running to get that face lift, but you need a faith lift. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. In his presence, there is breakthrough power. And that's what the Lord spoke to me this morning, that there is a breakthrough. Hallelujah. That's going to come. Exodus 33 and 18. That's where Moses said, show me your glory. What he was saying is, I want to see you. I want to experience you. I've read about it. I've heard about it, but show me. Show me your glory. I want to see you, Lord. I think it's going to be cool when we get to heaven and we see the pearly gates and the wall of Jasper and and, and all that, but I want to see Jesus. I don't want to be the back where people's worshiping. I want to be on the front row saying, Holy, Holy, Holy. Holy is the Lord. Amen. I want all I can get. Hallelujah. And I believe you do too. Woo, let's move into the glory rim. Because there's rest there. See, busyness, I believe, is a spirit that gets on a lot of leaders and a lot of people. And you're so busy, you have no time for God. And sometimes we can even get so caught up in ministry that we put ministry before God. I've done that. And God said, hey, wait a minute. You've made this an idol. So, whoa. You know, we have to be careful with that. But there's peace. There's revelation. Faith calls the anointing, but the anointing calls the glory. In the realm of his glory, there is the manifestation power 
and the presence of the Lord. You are a carrier of his presence. That means everything he is, you carry. When you see someone suffering, that healer is in you. That faith is in you. And you may say, I just don't know if I can believe. He will do it if you believe. He said, your faith will make you whole. Sometimes the anointing just comes and gets you. Even if you don't have faith. Amen. I remember I remember we were in a, a church called Shalom. I don't know if it was Mexico or El Paso at the time. But I remember the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to do something different. And I said, yeah, you would. I've never been here before. I said, you know, you don't know what he's going to do. So I'm like, okay. I don't want to preach. I want the Holy Spirit to move. Because you don't need me. You need the Lord. You need the Holy Spirit. Amen? And so the Lord said, I heard the Holy Spirit say, I'm going to heal backs. I said, if you have a back condition or pain in your back, line up. There was 34 people came. And I had our team with us, our mission team, and we began to pray. And the Lord said, don't touch anyone. Just command, command them to be healed. That's authority. So I began to command people. And, and this woman at the end had a, a hunchback, was bent over. And, and some women had legs that were shorter than the other. You've seen, you've seen several different things in the 34 people. And, and I began to say, be healed in the name of Jesus. And the Lord began to touch them and began to line up their back. And they began to bend and they began to turn and they began to jump. And you could see it. I began to hear bones. I heard bones popping. He was totally doing creative miracles in the spines of these people. I got to the middle and there was a lady standing there. And I'm I'm using this because you need to know this. And she was just standing there. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, ask her if she believes. And I said, do you believe? And she said, I said, go sit down. You're wasting my time. Oh, that seems mean, doesn't it? But it just came out. Because the Holy Spirit was making a statement. If you believe, you will receive. And if you don't, don't waste this time. You've got to believe the word. Believe for your miracle. Believe healing. I know that sounds strong, but God used that. All the other people, there was 33 people that was miraculously healed because they believed. Sometimes it's a step up that your faith starts in the movement that it needs to. Driving here this morning was faith saying, I need to be in the presence of the Lord. I need the worship. I need the word. I need to be around like people, people that love God like me, like myself. And and some of you said that. But I'm telling you, when we got to the end, the woman's back began to change, and she began to stand straight up. You could hear the bones in the back. And she reached out her arms, and she was completely made whole. But I believe that God was revealing to that whole church that if you believe, I will heal you no matter what. I will make your the curvature of your spine straight. I will make your damaged back that's come from trauma completely whole. I will open up your blinded eyes and your deaf ears. 
And that's the God we serve on a daily basis. We don't have to get miracles just in revival. The pre- we're carriers of his presence. Amen. I believe that God's going to move this morning. And I believe that each of you have the faith to believe. You've seen God do things. And you've, you know that God's done things for you before. And I'm praising God that he's kept me in my right mind, the things I've went through. <laughs> I'm thanking God that he has healed me and touched me and delivered me. And I just trust him. You can't talk me out of not trusting him and not believing. I believe for you and I believe for me. Amen? My heart is for you to have that faith. To trust God for a new level. He wants to move you into the realm of his glory. Into the glory realm. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Lord, that we are carriers of your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you are moving this church into the glory realm. The realm of miracles, signs, and wonders. The the realm of faith and the realm of your presence. And the realm, Father, of seeing visible signs of your very presence, Lord. And we ask for notable miracles this morning that the church's faith would be lifted to believe, Father, for their bodies, for their children, for their finances, Father, for their ministries. Father, we ask for an abundance to come upon them and fresh oil and new wine. Father, I ask that You would consume us with your love and compassion today that would be so overwhelming that we would weep for the lost and be so conscious for those that are lost. Father, move upon us. We need you. The mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. And Holy Spirit... We move as you move. Father, we thank you that you're lifting burdens, even of debt, burdens of pain. You're lifting that today. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you know where each person here is in their heart. And even those watching, the Lord wants to give you the joy, the peace that surpasses all understanding. His word says in John, Peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, but that I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Father, we praise you, Lord, for your glory, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are our healer. Reach out to the Lord this morning.
Lord, don't pass us by. Holy Spirit, have your way. The presence of the Lord. I just sense that the atmosphere is about to change. Some of you may want to lay in his presence. Some of you may want to kneel in his presence. The the very essence of your presence is what we desire. Thank you for your glory, Lord. Arthritis is leaving you. Arthritis is leaving your body. (laughs) Author is moving out. (laughs) And God is moving you into his presence. We thank you, Father. We thank you that the stiffness has to go and the arthritis is going and It's not welcome anymore. We give it an eviction notice. Praise you, Lord, for healing the bones. Father, we lay the pain before the throne. We won't take it back. We rebuke the attack. We receive what your son did at Calvary. See, it's not the one that crosses the sea. It's the one that sees the cross. He saves the lost. There's a healing. There's a healing. A double feeling. <laughs> Father, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. The lady on the end that sings, the worship leader, can you come? I just have a word for you. 
Hallelujah. I want everybody to continue to remain in his presence. Just be before the throne. Just, just get your mind on the Lord and standing before him in his face and looking upon him. desires to take you into the realm of his glory that you can take others into his presence you are a carrier of his presence and the Lord said songs you will write as you are with me songs you will write as you are with me I will add to your faith, to your heart, and to your mind. God said, I am touching you and making you kind. I'm delivering you from pain. my praise the ancient of days you will speak of my glory for I will give you a story fresh oils being poured out just receive it right now just receive it right now just receive it right now Woo. <laughs> Lift your eyes to the Lord. Lift your hands to Him. <laughs> yes, Lord. I just keep sensing that God is healing someone's tonsils. Their tonsils. I don't know if it's infection or a growth. But God is healing right now. I want you to receive that in the mighty name of Jesus. Whether it's someone here or someone watching, God is healing tonsils. In Jesus' name, I want you to receive that. I want you to receive that in the name of Jesus. Is it you? Father, we thank you, Lord, for healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Show us your glory. <laughs> Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are giving <laughs> this couple a story. Ha. Huh. You both said, I want to be in the realm of his glory. I want to be in the glory realm. And the Lord said, <laughs> Step in, step in to the rim, supernatural. I'm enlarging that faith, enlarging that tense, 
I'm growing you up and out. I'm growing you up and out. I'm growing you up and out. Move upon them, Lord. There he is. There he is. Just receive it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! His presence. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you need. He works in God's speed. He'll give you direction. He'll know that you know. He told you so. Believe in you. He wants you to believe in you. Because you are somebody to believe in. He touched you. Before he knew you, he loved you. Before he brought you into this world, he's moving upon you. Don't resist him. Believe him. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. You're bigger than you see. You're more than you think. Because he's in you. And anything you desire to do from your heart, God said, you will succeed in it. He said, I will not leave you wanting or lacking in any area of your life. Trust me. Believe in me. You will see. You will see. You will see. I wish you could see yourself as the Lord sees you, as He's showing me. You would be amazed because you are an amazing lady and you are an amazing daughter to the King. Amen. at us not broken he looks at us beyond all of the weaknesses praise the Lord you believe God can heal you right now you believe he can open that ear you believe you can hear right now? I command you to hear in the name of Jesus. I command you to hear. I command your ear be open. I command your ear to be open in Jesus' name. Now put your hand over this ear. You hear that? Do you hear it? Father, we speak, Lord, that you would complete his hearing, restore it in the name of Jesus. Sounds like you're hearing. 
Can you praise the Lord? Can you say thank you, Jesus? Thank you for hearing. Thank you for my hearing. We'll go leaping and dancing and praising the Lord. Amen. <laughs> okay. Okay, the Lord will get him to How many of you know that the Lord knows right where each of you are? Can you hear me now? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Holy Spirit, just continue to move. I know you're all hungry, but those that's hungry more for the Spirit than the food, you're going to get that first. How's that? And if you have to go, you can go. But if you have to stay, just stay. It's okay. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're moving upon the sick. Father, we know your will is for them to be healed. And Lord, I thank you that, Father, we just had testimony two weeks ago on our Monday night prophetic call of stage four cancer was completely healed and the tumor in the brain in Yvonne was completely, and I'm sure she's watching, completely gone, completely healed. She's about 40 and... She called and said, I want to live. She has an 18-year-old daughter. She said, I just want to live. And I said, you will. Because I said, Lord, I know you want her to. She completely healed. That's the God we serve. Amen. Everybody reach your hands up to heaven. Father, we thank you for your anointing. Father, we thank you for your sweet spirit of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you, Lord, to show us your glory in this place. That you would shine upon every person. That sickness would go now in Jesus' name. Lord, I know I'm not a healer, but you are. Hallelujah. Father, touch Mike on the back row in the red shirt. Touch him, Father. And bring healing to his body right now. We command sickness to go. And we speak, Father, that he would be healed in Jesus' name. I don't know. I just don't know. But I'll tell you what. The Lord has got something so in store for you guys. It's beyond the rim that you've been barely living in. It's beyond that. But you're stepping up today into a new realm of faith and a new realm of His glory and a new realm of His presence because you're carriers. And you better get ready for some breakthrough. Get ready for some grand things to happen. I'm talking about things that will lift your faith to another realm of His glory. 
I believe that the Lord is going to touch you right now, not because of me, but because His Spirit is here to move upon you. <laughs> Father, Lord, just release fire upon this family and that baptism of fire and Father, that burning and hunger for the word and revelation and Father, use them for your glory and Father, we thank you, Lord, that every snare, every attack, every fiery dart that's been shot out against them has got to go right now in the presence of the Lord and Father, we thank you that the devil is not invited and in their home or in their marriage or in their business or in their life. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that you have moved upon them today. Hey, and their burdens have rolled away. Thank you, Father. We praise you, Jesus. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hallelujah. You know the goodness of the Lord will bring man to repentance. For those of you that have lost loved ones, I want you to stand just where you are. The greatest miracle I've ever seen is salvation. Coming from sin to cleansing to eternal life. And Father, we ask that you move upon those, Lord. Upon those that are lost. Those that are bound. Those that are hurting. Father, we ask for salvation to come and that you begin to draw the hearts of the loved ones of all that are standing. And Father, that you would save them. That you would deliver them. That you would come to them right where they are. That you will save them right where they are. That you will deliver them, Father, from the chains and the generational curses and the things that have been held over them by the enemy and the accusations by the enemy in the courts of heaven. Father, we speak, Lord, that you would move and that contracts would be tore up. And Father, that you would move right now. I just decree your family saved, your loved ones saved, and that they would be in this church. And just thank God every day that you're here, that they're on the pew with you. Father, we praise you for your presence. We praise you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit draws the hearts of the lost. Mothers, pray for your children. Like their life depends on it because it does. If they're adult children, call, text them, pray for them, tell them they're subject to change. They're working on their testimony, that you love them. No matter what they're doing, you love them. Show yourself to be there for them, even when you don't understand them. Even when they hurt you, when they break you. You love them. Because I know Christ loved me when I was unlovable and untouchable. And if he can do that for me, I can surely do that for my children. Hallelujah. Father, we ask you to touch this family right here and that you move upon them. Father, we just speak your blessing to be commanded upon them in every area of their life. Father, touch them. Be with them. Guide them. Hallelujah. I believe you're going to be calling 
Ain't Susie saying, guess what? You're not going to believe who got saved. Got to testify. If you're sick, I want you to stand. I want you to put your hand on your area that you have pain. If you have two or three, just, I'm just going to ask God to do what he does. (laughs) The miraculous. (laughs) Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are touching people with migraines. And migraines are going right now and that you are healing their body and Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are moving upon vision and hearing. And, Father, you are moving upon, uh, Father, upper respiratory and, and lung diseases and lung disorders. And you are moving upon kidneys and where there's been stones, there will be no more stones in the mighty name of Jesus. That healing will come to the kidneys and they will be made new. And, Father, I thank you that you are touching, Father, the backs and the necks, and the discs, and the curvature of the spines. And Father, we thank you that you are delivering people, Father, from anxiety and depression. It has to go in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we command it to go. And bipolar disorders, go. ADD and ADHD, go. Any mental disorder, go. We break it from the bloodline now. Healing come in Jesus' name. God is healing your knees, your knees. Father, we speak the cartilage uh, to be reformed and made new. There's somebody's knee that's being healed. You in the black jacket, God's healing you right now in the name of Jesus. I want you to start tiptoeing. I want you to move your knees. God's healing it. The pain is going. The swelling is going. The irritation is going. God is healing you right now in the name of Jesus. God healed my leg, and I'd caught it on fire when I was young. He healed the knee that was busted. He healed the leg that was hurt from a a heart cath and a damaged nerve. He healed it, and he took all the scars. Amen? I'd show you if we wasn't in church, but he healed me, my complete leg, and he'll heal yours too. Amen? You're healed. You feel, feel the pain go? Amen? Keep moving it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? And Nahum 1, 9 says, it shall not return twice. Amen. Hallelujah. I dance on mine. I got my tambourine in my living room. Sometimes I break out. I live in the country. I can beat my tambourine. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't dance just in church. I dance for my king. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you that you're touching feet in Jesus' name. That feet are being made whole and pain is leaving. In Jesus' name. Father, I praise you for this opportunity to serve these people this weekend. Father, I thank you and I'm humbled. Father, I thank you that you have brought me to a wonderful place of wonderful people that is full of your love. Father, I thank you. Father, we honor you for the things that you have done this weekend. We thank you that you have touched your people. And Father, let them just be saturated with your love. Amen. I'm going to ask... Pastor Samuel and Amy to pray over me. And um, I want all I can get. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, give Sister Lisa a great hand this morning. Thank you. Come on, stretch your hands out. Amen. Father, we thank you for the word that you have put in her and the Lord, the word that has come out of her.
But Lord, I thank you for the word that is coming from heaven that's about to depart from the throne of God. And Lord, the word that you're about to drop into her, a fresh word, Lord, I thank you that's going to take her into a new season, in a new direction, with a new purpose, and a new power. Lord, we just thank you for provision for the journey. You're the God that only you don't just guide, you provide. So I thank you for supernatural supply in the Jesus name. Father, from the top of her head, Holy Spirit, I thank you. Father, even as the enemy would try to attack her mind, I thank you, Lord, as she's speaking words, uh, Father, from the throne into others, uh, that the enemy tries to speak words into her ear, but in Jesus' name, those words are canceled. Father, and I thank you, you have shown her so many things, so much favor. Father, but when you walk uh, in that anointing and that favor, Father, there's an there's enemy that tries, but no weapon formed against her will prosper. Against her children, against her grandchildren. And I thank you, Lord, for the, for the, the purpose. I thank you for the vision. Thank you for this new project, this new building going up, this new ministry. Father, I thank you that this is not the ending. This is just the beginning for all that you have done and all that you're doing. Lord, this is still just the beginning of things to come. Oh, I thank you for the glory that is upon her life. But I thank you for increase. Thank you for miracles. Thank you for continued favor, continued grace, and continued healing, continued strength. And Father, she just continues to stay in that realm. And further from there, you are going to work mighty miracles. In Jesus' name. In G- Come on, somebody shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a powerful weekend we have happened. We, we have had so many dreams, visions. People come to us and say, I, I had a dream. I saw, amen, people lined up. I saw the place packed. I saw a, a cloud of his glory come. People were saying, "Is this? Can, can we, we, we heard we can get healed here. We heard we can get saved here. We heard we can get delivered here. You say, how's that going to happen? It's going to happen when we as a church and we as a people step in and operate in that glory realm that Sister Lisa was talking about today. But see, what happens, it's not just a realm that we just come in on Sunday morning and just step into for a couple of minutes, and then we step right back out and go do our own thing. It only comes when we as a church, as a people, as everyone, amen, continuing to seek God, pray, study, read His Word, and come in those doors already in the glory realm. We can't, we, we can't all come in the flesh and expect the musicians and expect Chrissy and expect the ministers to take us into that realm. That's too much work. Let's all come already in that realm and soon as we start, amen, the glory just comes. And then all those people that come that don't know nothing about that, when the glory comes, they're just in it too. Because you see, I watched this morning, the meteorologist said, this is not going to be scattered. See, what we've had is scattered revival. It's just a, a little drop here, a little touch here, a little miracle here. But the meteorologist said, we are going to have 
widespread storms and we are expecting up to seven inches of rain all the way through all through East Texas. I'm telling you, I mean, we've had scattered revival, but I am believing the Lord as we step into the glory realm, we're going to have widespread revival. And I want to be right in the middle of it. Can I get an amen? Come on, stand to your feet today. Oh, we love you. We, Sister Lisa, thank you. Be sure to go by her book table, pick up one of those.